Welcome to another week of Death Metal. This week we're covering... What's wrong with you, dude? Stop. I can't help it, man. Yeah, you can. You gonna do it again? <laughs> <God damn. laughs> you gonna do it again as soon as I start talking? Well, Great. This week we're doing Frank Nash. He's been called the most successful bank robber in U.S. history. But the most important part what we're going to talk about is he met a violent demise during the participation in the Kansas City Massacre. Mm-hmm. They got good barbecue over there. Yeah. They got bad barbecue over there, too. They got bad. I went to the Arthur Bryan's place. They had some fucking bullshit. Yeah. Because everyone was like, there's like three or four famous places. There's Oklahoma Joe's. That's in a gas station, but it was kind of far from where we're at. And there was like three right in this area. And four or five people told me straight up, dude, you got to go to Arthur Bryan's. It fucking sucked. It sucked. I was yeah. so pissed, dude. And yeah. then I was telling people at the show... About it, they're like, "Oh, you should have gone to this one." I was like, "Well, I asked these fucking idiots earlier." Yeah. Well, they led me astray. Are they old? Who? The people you asked? Mm, at the show, I think they were older than the guys I talked to. So, um, really pissed me off, dude. I was pissed. That it's place sucked. It's a hit or miss because sometimes old people are like, "You gotta go here," and it sucks. And sometimes they're right. Yeah. And it's the young ones that are like, yeah, no, this is a pretty hit place. And you're like, man, great. And then you go there and it is a hit place. Yeah. I hate getting bad fucking barbecue, dude. It's, yeah. Barbecue is the food that if it's the best, it's the best. But bad barbecue is, it's got to be one of the worst meals you can have. Because mm-hmm. it's just so much. Fucking dry barbecue, choking it down. It's a bitch, yeah. dude. Even if you have shitty barbecue, as long as you can make it not be dry. But that's what makes shit barbecue is when it's fucking dry. So you just got to choke down dry fucking meat, dude. God, nothing twists my tits like that. It's bad. And brisket drives me nuts because it's so expensive. If you fuck that up, I mean, you You just can't buy brisket anywhere, dude. Because they're going to fuck it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The weird thing, though, is like it costs so much, though. And I'm thinking if I'm like a restaurant person and I got to throw out like a 40 Sixty dollar piece of meat. That's why I don't throw it out. It up. Yeah, they just serve it. Serve it up, it dude. Up, dude. Tastes like there's no, litter. there's no good brisket where we live at. You don't like stubbies? They're brisket, and I'm. No, I don't think so. That's pretty good. They That's just don't bad. do it right. I do a prime rib. Smoke prime rib is tight. I think I Texas is the only brisket place. If I'm out of yeah. Texas, I'm not even gonna fuck with it. I got you. Cause it's gotta be brisket's the best in a pit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, if they're not pitting it, fuck it. <laughs> you were pitting. Yeah, I like to pit. You pitted. You ever had Presta Kid? Yeah, I did. I did do that. We had fun at that show. Yeah, it was a good time, man. Yeah. It was a good time. Got pretty. I got pretty drunk. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't drive home. <laughs> no, I didn't. Yeah. I was ready, dude, for the phone call. Then I would have just told you about our Lord and Savior, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, man, I'm just going to wait this one out for a little bit. Yeah. You know, one time I had a immaculate conception. 
Some fellas came in and got me all fucked up on frankincense and myrrh and an angel appeared unto me and it said fear not because I've just made you pregnant when in fact it was about three wise ass men that blew their wad inside of me Mary Magdalene's pussy and I got knocked up and gave birth to the world's Lord and Savior and we was coming all the way from Nazareth down to Bethlehem and I had to stop for the night to crank this baby out of my stone cold pussy and they said "Eh, eh, we ain't got no room at the inn you're gonna have to stay out in the stable with the damn donkeys and so I plopped this son bitch off out into a manger where a sheep would eat his damn lunch at and then along came the same three wise men with the same old type of bullshit that got me here in the first place with my brand new husband shaking his damn head back and forth saying Who's got frankincense? What? What? Who's got myrrh? What? Who's got a pot of gold? What? You know, one thing that never made sense to Old Stone Cold with that type of story is how in the hell was Joseph poor when these wise men came around with a pot of gold? What? (laughs) (laughs) You know, then I grew up. They skipped a whole type of... 32 years of my damn life and here I am being a carpenter walking the countryside wearing the finest sandals hanging out with a bunch of men who were most certainly not homosexuals because my father God would smite them on the spot like he did back in Babylon what like he did back in Sodom what like he did back in Gomorrah what you can't have gay sex and that's the bottom line because Stone Cold God said so what and then i started walking around i did a couple little miracles first thing i did is i turned water into damn wine hell yeah what i said you (laughs) fellas want to crank open a couple steve weisers they said we ain't got no steve weisers i said well what the hell do you got they said we got water i said get the hell out of my way what (laughs) and then they told me it was some fuckhead in the next town over that sucked off some type of damn leper and now his ears are falling out of his pussy what (laughs) so i traveled the hell over there i put my hands on him and i said quit having this gay disease what and he was immediately healed and people said holy shit what there's some more guys over here one of them can't hear what one of them can't see what one of them can't smell. What? So here I come. I take the blind man. I say, here, look at this. That's a picture of Stephanie McMahon's titties. I said, hey, you, hey, check this out. This is some noises of Stephanie McMahon getting railed out by Stone Cold Steve Austin. What? I said, hey, you, smell this. You know what that is? Stephanie McMahon's pussy. I healed them all, and that's the bottom line. Hell yeah. (laughs) Then an old son bitch named Lazarus took him too many party drugs. They said he passed away. They done gave him cocaine, but what it turned out to be was some damn fentanyl. What? (laughs) So old Stone Cold had to walk for 10 fucking days with a donkey beside him to get to Lazarus, stinking to high heaven, dead as hell. They said, what can you do? I said, well, first things first, bitch, pull your feet out so I can wash them. 
What? I washed this prostitute's feet. What? I didn't get an erection. What? I'm pure as hell. What? Nothing turns me on. What? I don't want to fuck nobody. What? I don't want to drink nothing. What? I don't want to snort no damn fentanyl. What? I'm a pure creation. I'm a deity. I don't sin. So I put my hands on Lazarus. I said, hey, wake your lazy ass up. Stop buying dirty cocaine. Get a better job. Buy good drugs. And out he came. Straight back. And they said, holy shit. Stone Cold done brought back some some bitch from the dead. Just like I brought back the WWF from the most boring type of bullshit you ever seen on television. It's true. That's true. God damn it. Then they got mad as hell at old Stone Cold. Because Stone Cold was walking around and telling everybody, Stone Cold did this. And Stone Cold did that. And Stone Cold came back to save the world. It's a bunch of men sucking other men off. It's a bunch of damn ladies Rubbing their clams together. Everyone's out here doing poppers. Eating Xanax. What? Stirring the pot. What? Voting for Democrats. What? Only one man can save them. Sin all you want to. I'm going to come out of this, son of a bitch. They're going to kill my ass. I'm going to come back again. And all you got to do is ask for forgiveness. Well, guess what? A bunch of J-Dogs got pissed off and said, Ain't no way the damn Messiah came back. What? <laughs> oh, man. So I faced him. Uh-huh. I got on a donkey. Hell yeah. They put out some palms. Mm-hmm. I walked on the donkey through the palms. I met with my disciples. Mm -hmm. I met with Peter. What? I met with Paul. What? I met with John. What? I met with Matthew. What? I met with Luke. What? I met with Judas. What? (laughs) (laughs) We sat down. We broke bread. I said, eat my damn flesh. What? We cracked open Steve Weiser's, and I said, drink my damn blood. What? And Judas kissed my cheek, and I kissed his back, and I said, listen up, homo. What? I know what you did. What? And I'm going to kick your fucking ass. What? And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold Jesus said so. Hell yeah. They took me to the garden. Peter came with me. He said, I love you. I said, I love you too, but you don't love me enough. You're going to deny me three times before the cock crows. He said, I would never. What? The Romans came around. He denied me one time. Yeah. He said, that guy wearing his damn robe with his long hair, his beautiful white skin, his dirty sandals is a faggot. What? (laughs) They said, "Uh uh-uh. I ain't friends with no damn Jesus. I hate everything about him. He's always beating on The Rock. Beating on Vince McMahon. What? Beating on Triple H. What? Doing all types of damn hijinks. I hate him. That's twice. Third time, he said, Jesus is a boo. (laughs) Three times before the cock crowed, they took my ass on down to Mount Galilee. What? They made me march. What? They made me carry a 49-pound wooden cross. What? They tagged me to it. What? The devil was underneath me, 
breastfeeding a damn rat. <laughs> Looking up, going, oh, God. <laughs> Nothing gets me hotter than watching Jesus getting his fucking ass whooped. He said, hey, I'll stop it right now. I said, shut the hell up. Damn it, I'm tired of your crap. Remember when you took me off to the desert for 40 days and tried to feed me a whole bunch of pigs come? What? <laughs> they took me up to the cross. They whipped me. They mocked me. They put a crown of thorns on my damn head. They put a sign above me that said, here's Jesus, king of the Jews, mocking me. But guess what? Joke's on you, because I am. They left me there for three days. They had two thieves behind me. One stole some pussy. The other one stole some damn pussy too. I said, I forgive you and I forgive the hell out of you. Everyone needs to come. They stuck a fucking spear in my side. Vinegar came out. They tried to drink it up. They said he's going to die soon. I looked at God, my father, and I said, why? Why the hell did you do this to me? The Texas rattlesnake. All I did is raise hell, whip ass, and drink beer. And I died. They put me in a tomb. What? Then Peter came along, rolled the damn stone away. What? Guess what they didn't find? Eh, eh. Stone cold body ain't in no damn tomb. And then I appeared unto them. What? And I said, I'm fucking back. You thought you could terminate my contract, Vince McMahon? Eh, eh. It ain't gonna happen. Stone cold's back again to save everyone from their damn sins. And all you gotta do is believe in your heart that old Stone Cold loves you and is the one true God. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold Jesus said so. Are you hurting? Ah, it's raspy in there for sure. Yeah, dude, it's a... What if this brings someone to the Lord, dude? That's truly the gospel. It's got to be, man. I mean, I was, I was getting inspired. Now all I need you to do is to walk down that aisle... <laughs> Come to me on bended knee. It doesn't matter if you've been drinking too much. What? Doing drugs too much. What? Having sex with prostitutes. What? You can come on down here in the middle of Amazing Grace or How Great Thou Art or whatever type of bullshit they're playing. I'll hug you. You'll cry. We'll make an appointment for two weeks from now. You come back. I dunk your ass in water. We're going to have a giant six-foot-long Subway sandwich afterwards, a couple pieces of damn cake, and celebrate you entering the kingdom of heaven. You ever get baptized? Yeah. What do they do after? Oh, pretty much that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did a bunch of people get baptized like, at once? No, it was just me, man. And the, or no, it was like another kid. They had casseroles and the cake. <laughs> yeah. Churches love casserole, dude. Dude, I think that's pretty much why I was like, because like there was a kid I saw. It's like you can't saw, go to hell now. We saw all the attention. You're that, hellproof. That the uh, other kid got, yeah. and they were like, "Man, they fed us afterwards." I was like, "Damn, yeah." Like, well, that was my joke. Hey, Dad, uh, <laughs> I saw a fucking kid. They I gave think I want to invite the Lord into my heart. Yeah, you know. No, dude. One of the- I remember when I told him, man, I was on my way home from a baseball game, <laughs> Little League baseball game, and I was picking my nose, and I and he hit a bump, and and so that my nose went. My finger went up my nose, and I got a bloody nose, and I was like, damn, man, maybe God's talking to me. So I told him I wanted to get baptized. Yeah. yeah. He loved that. Oh, he loved it. Oh, well, I'm so happy. This is the best day of my life. He's like, well, we can get that set up for you, son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, dude, they had a kid uh, get baptized one week at church, dude. His parents got him a fucking cake, uh, big ass Transformers. Hell yeah. Fucking uh, people gave him envelopes with money. It was sick. Yeah. So then I was like, all right, dude, <laughs> next time he's up there asking for people to come down, I'm doing it. Went down there, got saved, got baptized a month later, no cake, wow. no transformer, yeah. no envelope of money. probably a fucking asshole in church. Yeah, They're of probably, course. Yeah, I'm not going to fucking get shit. <laughs> we, went to, to uh, prove it to me. we went out to eat at Colton's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Threw some peanuts on the ground, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's to your new life. <laughs> <laughs> He's crunching them up. Colton's rocked when you were a kid, dude. Hell yeah. It's awful now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of the worst. This is Dixie Cafe, man. Yeah, but somehow worse. Really? Have you seen that Dixie Cafe in Little Rock that turned into a porn store? That's cool. It's called Dr. John's. It was a Dixie Cafe. They finally painted the outside of it purple and pink. The same shape. It was a Dixie Cafe colors before of red, white, and blue. So they just did this. They painted over the same fucking trim, just purple and pink. It's Dude. crazy. Yeah. That's a cool Dixie. Yeah. You know, it still smells in there. There's no way to get that out. If you've been frying okra for 20 years. Fried corn on the cob. Yeah. There's no way that doesn't smell like that. Yeah. You can't get that out. And we now they're in, selling fucking dills. And we went into one one time and our buddy Seth got a. A fucking uh, ice cream, some ice cream there or some shit. At and a fucking deal shop? He was like, man, you want some? I was like, I'm good, dude. No, at a Dixie Cafe. Oh. And when he took a <laughs> dude, dude, <laughs> he almost barfed. He was like, yo, dude, this is fucking it's old. Yeah. Yeah, he was like, this is the worst thing I've ever had. <laughs> so they were like, we'll give you a refund. He goes, yeah, yeah, I would like a refund. I'm trying to play with my dick. I see that. They just, see that. I just itchy, man. Why you got to itch hard? Because I got bugs. Oh, no, dude. I'm just kidding. No, dude. I don't think you are. I just get dry steam, man. That dry steam gets me. Dry steam? Yeah, man. It makes my nuts itch. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I don't know, man. Dry and steam can't be. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It don't make sense, but that's what gets you. You ever had your balls itch and you go, God damn it, what's happening right now? Yeah. It's just the summertime. You ever get that weird sting on the inside of your dick? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What is that? Uh, soap. It's like a shock. <laughs> no, dude, it's like a like it's like a shocker, dude. Oh, yeah. You just get like a electric shock and oh, yeah, yeah. oh yeah. You got soap in your peel when you're a kid. Yeah, it wrecks you, man. I put it in there now on purpose. Ooh, I think you build up a tolerance to it through the years. Yeah, I know? like the way it feels. Yeah. Ooh, I like a clean urethra, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ever think about sounding? Nah, you know, once or twice when we had to watch it. Yeah. I think I might get into it. <laughs> <laughs> I think you start like real small, you know. But I mean, does your but dude, just drip out? Your piss it has to just drip. I out. don't know. Well, because the goal, like, you can like touch your prostate from there way easier than you can through the butt. Whew. So that's what you're up to. Yeah, but what happens if you pull it out, dude? Your prostate? I don't think you can. I'm sure you could. There's not like a hook on it. Well, you know those things that they use a knit with. It's like a chopstick. I knew you were thinking of like a crochet needle, dude. Yeah, dude. It's got that little hook at the end of it. Yeah, you yeah. pull it old boy out like, oh. a, like you're doing a fucking rosebud. You rosebud your dick. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that'd be terrible. You still thinking about it now? Yeah. yeah all right. I might get into it. Oh, man. I'm a little Why not, dude? I'm 36. Who cares anymore? Yeah. Oh, man. 
I like just old-fashioned shit. Yeah, I like it too, but yeah. figure something else out. Yeah, I've tried, man. Remember our friend, uh, I won't say his name, but he's got like a gauged-out PA. He works for ICE. He what? Works for ICE. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he's a sounder? He's got a big gauged-out PA. Oh. Like a double zero. PA? Prince Albert. Oh. I was like, God damn it, dude. Did he pulled it out? He told me he has to sit to pee. Damn. Yeah. Why don't I just take it out? He likes it. Oh. He's, he's a, a smart guy, dude. Yeah. You know? I thought about getting my dick pierced. Yeah. Let's go get it done. <laughs> we gotta hold each other's hands when we do it. Okay. Though. All right. You think there's a place with two piercers that could do it at the same time? I'm sure. That would be hilarious. Yeah. yeah. You know it's gonna suck in out of fear too, dude. Oh hell yeah! That's why we gotta <laughs> get some rockers, dude. Yeah. You gotta take. We gotta take Viagra gotta before. Get egged. But you know, I don't think you want to be boned. Well, just ask him beforehand. Like, if we take Viagra, we can make it easier. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, if I take Viagra. And it's a lady piercer. Yeah. It's going to get rock hard. doesn't matter. She could be the grossest, which considering that she'd be a piercer, most likely. Oh, yeah. She would be disgusting. Yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. They touch eyebrows and shit. Yeah. Let's get our eyebrows pierced, too, while we're at it, dude. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Eyebrow piercings or something, man. I tried, like, uh, you know, I'm all in on new metal. I fuck with it. I watched the Woodstock 99 documentary. I mean, I, I, the truth is I ironically listen to new metal, but some of it, I like a bunch, Yeah. but I'll also play stuff to be obnoxious. Yeah. So like we put on Godsmack. Mm-hmm. Godsmack's bad, mm-hmm. but it's tolerable. Like you can play Godsmack and not be like, okay. Like if I'm trying to be, here's the deal. If I'm trying to be funny, we're in the kitchen. I put on Godsmack to be funny. Five or six songs can play. I try to do the same thing with Disturbed. Doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, it's it's so bad that you what can't is, like. What is like new metal you love though? Like, corn you? for sure. Corn fucking rocks. Okay. Undeniably. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so gassy, dude. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Corn fucking rules. I like uh, that one Spine Shank album. Not the whole album, but there's like four songs on it that bang. Yeah. Bang, bang. Um, I just want to listen to any Spine Shank. It's weird. Like, uh, there's a dude when I used to work at this venue, like my last year of high school, and right when I got out of high school, he was a sound guy. He fucking rocked. You know he rocked legitimately because he had like this type of voice. Oh, man, I used to rock so hard. Yeah. He'd be like, one time he told he was in like a hair band, you know? Mm-hmm. He was like, there was a club in Colorado Springs called Industrial Nation. Now it's called the Black Sheep. It might have been called something else when he was partying there, but it may have still been Industrial Nation. I'm not 100% sure. But he was like, oh, man, it was crazy over there. We would play shows, and I'd be there till 5 o'clock in the morning, man, doing coke with whores and just fucking them on the pool table, man. And for sure wasn't lying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he wrote that Spine Shank album. Okay. Yeah. He was in a new metal band, too. Yeah. It was like a... Uh... Union Underground, remember that shit? I don't. I remember the name, but I don't remember American any songs. Head Charge. I remember the name, but I don't oh, remember yeah. any songs. Uh, there's a lot of new metal that's been forgotten. Yeah. Um. What other new metal? Uh, Slipknot. I like Slipknot. 
Unironically, it's a great band. Yeah. Uh, Fear Factory. Yeah, I don't know if they're new metal. Are they considered new metal? I think so. That that new one's not bad. No. Yeah, that's new metal for sure. Okay. That's definitely new metal. If Slipknot's new metal, Fear Factory's new metal for sure. Yeah. Um. biscuit has got some songs. Yeah. Fuck. What else, man? Um. Machine Head. Yeah. Just burn my eyes. There's like a few good songs in there. Mostly Davidian. Yeah. I got a sick new metal playlist. If you guys want to hear a good new metal, Spotify, Chris Pierce, got a new metal playlist on there. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else is on there that I like a bunch. Uh, I don't know, man. That's probably about it. Chimera. They had, they had an album that I thought was okay. Kim. They're pretty good, dude. Yeah. Um, they had that Anders dude playing drums. He's a bad motherfucker, man. He played in like Machine Head and shit too, right? I don't know. Or some other shit. Fucking good. Yeah, no, it's a good band. Fuck, what else is new metal that I'm into, buddy? Mudvayne's got some songs. There's like three or four songs on LD50 that rock. Yeah. Dig for sure. The techno thing. Which one's the techno? Oh, one? This one's the techno album. Oh, uh, they did the remix of Dig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was sick. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man. What other new metal rocks the fucking house? I'm sure my friend Phil's like screaming right now because he knows all the new metal. Um, I don't know, dude. I'm going to say Korn's number one. Yeah. Okay. They got to be the best new metal band. Korn's good, dude. Used to hate Korn. I think it's tolerable. It's pretty fucking good, man. I just man. can't sit around listen to it. I have to go through like their newer albums because every time I listen to something that I for sure didn't like, I end up liking it. Like Issues is a good fucking album, dude. There's like they got big riffs. Yeah, you just don't know about riffs when you're a kid and shit. Mm-hmm. But they got big fucking riffs. The singer. This is the same thing with Slipknot. Like the singers of these bands are what stinks it up. Yeah, but the fucking riffs, brother. Mm-hmm. They got them. They got them. Big ones. Big. What do you got in the new metal world? I don't know. I mean, it's never. Man, I don't even know, dude. Not really. <laughs> it's not really my thing. I mean, Fear Factory is good. It could be, though. You got to give it a taste. I, it's not cool anymore. Yeah. New new metal bands are good. Code Orange. Yeah. I do like that. Harm's Way. Yeah. Vane. Vane's good. Yeah. I do like the first two Slipknot albums. Yeah. That's the third one's good, too. You don't like the one with duality? Quit being a contrarian. The whole thing rips. Yeah. That's a song. Put it on. Like. Put it on. You don't I like duality. don't like No, it. dude, you're just being... You, you. This is one of those things that you do where you, you want to disagree with me. No, no, no. It's if not. I I really like it, it. If I didn't love it. Yeah. Duality's a hard song, dude. I gotcha. You know it's true. Yeah. But there's other hard songs on that album too, man. Yeah, it's pretty good, dude. It's all right. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah it's the first three. That's like pretty much my wheelhouse. I think like Stone Tower is my number one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think it's new metal. That's like butt rock, dude. Is it? Because yeah. I don't think I don't think like Disturbed. I think Disturbed is butt rock. Mm-hmm. Creed's butt rock. Godsmack is butt rock. Yeah. Because they're not really new metal, really. They don't have like the you king 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 type of thing. You is know, what Murder I mean? Dolls new metal. No, that's like Psycho Billy. Is it? Yeah. I think it's like goth punk shit. It's like Tiger Army. There's no way. It sounds like Tiger Army, dude. 
I think we're gonna have to listen to it because I don't. No, we're not. No. <laughs> not right now, but I don't think it's like Tiger Army. It does, dude. Okay. It is. It's. I mean, it doesn't sound. I mean, it's like that though. It's like yeah. that. There's no way, man. I don't yeah. believe that. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like that type of shit, dude. Brian, is it like that? Is it like rockabilly shit? Psychobilly. Yeah, psychobilly. It's like. Punky, but not good. It's not like there's nothing g- good about it. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't disagree. I, would, I, I can remember that there was like one song was like, you gotta get. There was like a music video for it that they played on Headbangers Ball back in the day. I don't remember what it is. Hey, what's up? It's Jamie Josta. And the next one coming up is Murder Dolls. Yeah. It's got Joey Jordison in it. You know it's going to rock. All right. <laughs> Non-point. That's I don't. New, that's a new metal band, isn't it? Remember. I don't know, man. Yeah. To me, all. I know the name. I know it's all like new metal shit. Yeah. What's that other band? Moto Grader. <laughs> Moto Grader? <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what that is, dude. Yeah, man. That's yeah. Like, I'm digging them out. But I think, so New Metal is a lot like grunge in that there was good bands that popped up first. Uh-huh. And then it was like the hot thing. Because I don't really, I don't like Linkin Park. And that pisses yeah. people off. That shit sucks. Because when I'm like, dude, New Metal's fucking, you know what I mean? Like, I hate to tell you guys this, but it, it's cool now to like, I think. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just because I'm justifying that I like it. It's cool now to like New Metal. But when I'll tell people like, yeah, you know, like when people ask like, what have you been listening to a lot? And I'll tell them. And they'll be like, what? <laughs> what about Linkin Park? And no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, the shit with Jay-Z is okay. I don't know. You, didn't, you don't know about that? I know It's about funny because it. it's just like. Lincoln Park playing Lincoln Park songs. He's like, uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Hell yeah. Encore. Do you want more? Nice. It's just so, it's so funny that like they took the like richest rapper of all time and put him to do a concert with Lincoln Park. And he's just sitting around like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that shit rocks, dude. Right on. <laughs> it rocks. Oh, well. We went down several rabbit holes. Yeah, I don't. I'm still in it. This is a, the the content short for this yeah, one. Yeah. I'm not really trying to fill time. I want to give you guys an hour. I'm having a good time. I'm having a good time. I'm having a good time. Yeah. People don't just come for the crime. No, nobody comes for the crime. I don't think. I think they do sometimes because I get messages about that I'm wrong a lot. Still, yeah, yeah, it yeah, all yeah. never. It, <laughs> it's like every other week, someone's telling me something I fucked up on. Like people tell me nicely now. They're like, yeah, you know, I'm still don't care, but no, people aren't shitty to me about it anymore. Which Dude, is one cool. of my favorite reviews I've read is that uh, somebody's like, you should check out this podcast. It's like this, but less homoerotic. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, it's just somebody ripped us off. Yeah, and then it's probably one of the people on the podcast that were shitting. Yeah, us. But we're fun. We're you know, being gay is cool. Yeah. Why you gotta rip it? Yeah, dude. We're allies. Let's sit on. Let's, let's sit on them. Yeah, yeah, I could. Yeah, I've been training a bunch, dude. It's coming back. I mean, I can do six minute. I can do like three six minute rounds in a row. Of what? Grappling. Oh, I'm <laughs> <laughs> fucking men, dude. <laughs> oh, fucking get my ass tore I up, you dude. Like just like cramming. I got eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. Uh, it's. I think this is my fifth week of training. And dude, the first fucking day. It was like I could get like three minutes into a round, and I'd yeah. have to be like, "Okay, okay, yeah, okay." Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I gotta chill for a second. Yeah, when I did, and I would always be, I would have, I like, I would wait until I like, took someone's back, so I wasn't in a bad spot. You know what I mean? I well, just be like, I gotta chill. What always happens to me now? Well, I've only going back one day, and so, <laughs> and so what always happens to you the one time? Well, yeah, it's like any time I try to come back, then I'm good as long as I'm on top, man. And then when I get on bottom, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll get that, and then I'll just like give everything I got to get back into a good spot and be yeah. like, I gotta chill. I can't do it from a bad spot because that's yeah. whack. You know what I mean? <laughs> But, uh, no, I've, I've, uh, that my cardio is definitely like I used to, man, it's crazy to think that, but you know, I didn't lift weights at all. Like I was built totally different. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I would do like an hour of 10 minute rounds, oh, yeah, like three or four times a day and no problem. Like, yeah. but you know, a lot of it is that, and I think a lot of the reason why I got like burnt on jujitsu, I really like plateaued and I, I just knew ways that I could like chill you know yeah. like i would just like crush people so much and put myself in places where i knew like i wouldn't get outside of my comfort zone for a, like a couple of years probably yeah and just chill you know like i just had a way of like i never really had to push myself like i just had well, I like things a, that worked it's always a weird ego thing when well you know it's like we're, we're, probably, we're talking about jujitsu and some people don't know but like yeah, oh, yeah. when you do it for grappling jujitsu wrestling it's when you do it for shit. a while there's like game plans that you get really good at yeah yeah and then whenever you want whenever it's like time to learn something else you fucking hate it because you it's like you suck all over it. right 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 i'm trying to do uh like keep myself from being like that now like I can still, I'm so big and strong and shit right now. Like it, uh, everyone but our buddy Mark, I can pretty much just like smash. Yeah. So, you know, when I'm like gassed, I'll definitely do that, and I'll th- I like I just gotta stop. Like, I'll just put myself back on bottom and shit. I gotta like keep moving, you know, like keep it going forward. You wanna go tomorrow? I'll go tomorrow night if you want to. Tomorrow night? Yeah, let's go. Yeah, what time? I th- want to say it's like 6.30. It's Nogi, dog. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to yeah. do that. Yeah, let's hit it. All right. It'll be cool. Hell yeah. I'm down. <sighs> but yeah, man, uh, I've been enjoying the shit out of that. But it's just crazy. Um, what took us there? Fucking. Fucking? Guys. Yeah. So, yeah. We could sit on. We could do whatever we want to to yeah, a guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah. I mean, we're goofy. Yeah. About, we say the F word. Yeah. Usually someone, I'm making a character say it, yeah. things like that. But, you know, it's all love, though. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a new thing now. It's like a lot of parents are, like, letting their kids cuss. Because they're like, oh, it's just words. It's like. Yeah, dude, parenting is crazy right now. It's, yeah. I got this kid that works for me. I shouldn't say any of this shit. I think I said some of it before. Shouldn't do it. Going to do it anyway. Like, his parents let him do anything he wants to. Like, he, uh, I don't think he has a prescription. I think his parents have a prescription. Because he couldn't have one, right? When you're 16? For weed. For weed. I don't know. Anyway. Depends on where you're at. I don't Can you? Yeah, we could say that. Like, your parents would have to get it for you. Parents would have to get it for you. Uh, So, it's like, does all types of, every weed product, probably other stuff, who knows? Yeah. Not my business. Don't care. Um. But his mom's got an OnlyFans, he found out. Mm-hmm. Did I talk about this yeah, on here already? Right, okay. Yeah. So, the, like, it, parents are just, you know, like, if you're our age, I mean, they're probably just a few years older than us. Because I've got a fucking, about to be 12 and about to be 10-year-old. You know what I mean? Scary. I'm probably more like, 
conservative than a lot of parents are. Yeah. Like, I got in a huge fight with my daughter because I told them, like, no TikTok. Yeah. You can't have it. It's a mess. Dude, yeah. It's not good for them. I fucking hate it. They're, it's just, like, the influence, and it is, like, I mean, there is a lot of fucking, like, dark influence. Like, I saw this thing on MP fucking R on, it's, like, YouTube kids and TikTok. They are, they're making videos that make kids do, like, all types of sexual innuendos. Like, there's a thing going around where kids are saying, calm in my mouth. I mean, you can't have that. Yeah. You know, like, I'm all for being progressive. And, like, I feel like when it comes time for my kids to start fucking and stuff, I want to be, like, we've already been straightforward about it. But it's like, when you tell it, like, I'm probably such a fucking perv because I was raised by old people that were just like, you can't do these things. And I want to be straight up... And just let them know, like, you know, like, if you get into these mature situations when you're a kid, it's what everyone wants. It's what everyone does. You're going to do it. I know you're going to do it. I know you're going to smoke weed. I know you're going to fuck. Like, I know these things are going to happen. It sucks. I don't want it to happen. But that's the nature of life. And I just want to be open about it. Like, here's the things that can happen. But it's like, like, I don't know exactly how to explain to my kids, like, these things change you. Like, you, I mean, you really do lose your innocence. Well, you just, like, explaining the responsibility of sex, you know? It's not even just, like, having kids and shit. It's a lot of, like, I just know people that start fucking, like, way young. Yeah. And it's, they're, like, you, I think when you fuck a ton. Yeah. Before you're, like, in your formative years and you, it's like, you know, and I'm on, and as a born again Christian, I'm about to go on some Christian shit. Mm-hmm. It's not like morality. It's just like, I think you can fuck yourself out. Yeah. I think like you, you know, like a lot of, like a lot of dudes I know, even their libidos are like sunk when they're like in their thirties because they fucked too. I think it's, I think it's cause they fucked too much. Yeah. It's like, it, there's no more like magic to it. Well, porn too, man. Porn. Yeah. I think all that stuff, it just like, you know, I've been off porn. I think this is like my third month. No porn. Nice. Well, because it just like, just, it's so easy to get to. Yeah. It's like so easy to make yourself fucking watch that and come. Yeah. And it takes away like, you know, if I, you, uh, this is sounds so gay to say it, but like, I think fucking is special. Yeah. It's like you and one person you love is a whole different ball game than just like, I want to do something gross and come. I still want to do that. Yeah. But like with one, I mean, I've been married for 13 years, so it's like, uh, there's like a magic to it. Yeah. But I think that that if you, if you get too wild when you're young, I think you lose that. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, (laughs) like there, there's no way to get it back. Yeah. Well, the problem is there's two, there's kids are sexualized younger and younger now. And it's like, it's it's fucking crazy to me, man. This is that, you know. I deal with it in many different venues, so it's just fucking like, you know, it just it, it fucks it fucks kids up. Their brains aren't wired to deal with sex until yeah, you know, until hormones start kicking in, right? Or beyond, even beyond, because yeah. they kick in quick. Yeah, the, I mean, the, you, I mean, you can watch them kicking in. You can see like changes in your kids where yeah. they're like more way more emotional than they used to be about sure, like oh dumb yeah. shit 
So especially girls, I just want my kids to have like a happy life. Yeah. And that's what you're trying to guide them to. But I don't want to be a fucking boner. Like I know what reality is like, but the thing too is like with girls, it's just about pressure. Yeah. Like I'm sure you, everyone, every, cause it's probably 90% dudes that listen to this. Yeah. We all remember pressuring girls in the fucking. Yeah. It's not like anyone raped them, but like they don't want to. It's not that they don't want to. That's like a real rapey way of saying it. But you get what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Like they're they're more unsure about doing the act, but you have to like. Well, their friends pressure them too, so it's like you yeah, know, you gotta. It's like you haven't done that yet. You know, it's like this. Like, yeah. You know, you don't know what you're missing out on, like that, that kind of thing. And it's know? not even cool when you're a kid. Yeah. Like you don't do cool fucking. No. No, there's no. I mean, I don't know. I didn't fuck when I was a kid. Yeah, me either. I mean, it, I was 17. Yeah, I didn't bump to us 21. I mean, I got fucking molested and shit, which is a lot to do with that. But, like, yeah, I mean, I was 17, and, like, it rocked. But, like, I remember back, uh, like, my it was with the same girl we dated for three, yeah, three, uh, almost three years. And I got better and better at fucking, but yeah. it took a long time, dude. Like, you... You just have like, and they, and she didn't have a gauge to it. So you're just yeah. like doing, you're fucking, but you're not like, no, neither one of you are into like the extreme pleasurable aspects of it. Yeah. Like everyone just wants to come. Yeah. Not getting fisted yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not yeah. I don't know, toys. but you're not like, I wasn't even thinking about things like being in tune with their body figuring out what she likes. Like, I knew to eat pussy. Yeah. Like, I didn't know how to finger the right way. Man, I found myself being, like, real weird about it. It's so weird because I, like, I listen to, like, fucking death metal and gore grind and sure. porno grind and shit. But, like, some of the music I hear my stepdaughter listen to, like, I'll walk in a room and I'll just hear fucking, like. Megan the Stallion. Yeah, dude. And you're like, what the f-? Like, like Megan the Stallion makes me horny. Yeah, dude. And so I had to be like, oh, Megan Stallion. She's like, how do you know who that is? I'm like, I'm not going to talk about that. He's going to go watch Twerking for yeah, research. Yeah, yeah. But, it's like, but it's like, you know, it's like, you don't want to be the, I remember my parents being like, you listen to this shit? It's, you know. Yeah. yeah. And it probably was, but I knew it was like satire, you know, but. Somebody talking about bouncing on dicks and eating pussy and shit like that. Kids should yeah. not hear that shit. No, you're right. I mean, you are right. And we're on some, like, definitely. I don't know that they shouldn't hear it so much. as like It's just hard to put it in the context. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Like, you don't, like, you're like, oh, man, that, uh, she does that. I'm going to do that. That's cool. You know? Yeah. That's what I don't Which like. is, like, it's because it's like me watching the Olympics, right? Yeah. And seeing an elite athlete and being like, I'm going to do that. Because yeah. Megan the Stallion is an elite athlete at fucking. Yeah. People don't fuck like that. Yeah, yeah. You have to be like that. Man, it's like I was walking, I was working, and there's like a group of teenage girls walking down town, and they were just twerking on like in front of people, like twerking on things, Duh. and just laughing. And this girl's like walks up in front of me, and she's like, "Nice shorts," and I was like, "Okay." And then she started. <laughs> she started going like twerking. That girl's like, "She's dropping ass," and I was like, yeah. "That's a fart." And then I go, "So am I." And I just re- <laughs> <laughs> I fucking farted. <laughs> and they were like, "Gross." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, you know how you feel right now. That's how I feel when I see a teenager bouncing their ass around. I don't yeah. want to see that shit." Yeah, it's no good, man. Yeah. Um, but I'm not trying to change society. Again, all, I just want my kids to have a happy oh, life. Yeah, and I feel like if you blow it all out up front. 
the magic's gone. And yeah, the magic the magic's important, man. I'm always in a constant stage of worrying about my kids, man. I think that's like part of being a parent is oh, always yeah, worrying. For man. sure. Fuck. Every parent is. It's the worst, dude. And I think when you I think there's a lot of parents I, I say every parent is. I I think that parents are worried, but I think that the ones that like try to they get too loose, man. And I don't yeah. think it's not helpful. Man, I definitely believe in like go out there and you know, go out there and do so go get into a little bit of trouble, but like be, you know, be mindful of what kind of trouble you're getting into, you know, like doing some shit like, I don't know, fucking toilet paper in a house is different than getting yeah. hammered and stealing a car than sure. shooting cum on somebody's window, <laughs> <laughs> you know, going to jail kind of trouble. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's just like, you got to let them like grow and they grow from learning. Yeah. But fuck, dude, boy, it's a hard time letting them off that leash. I think you just have to like instill honesty, but it's hard too because they like you're the last person they're gonna listen to, you know. Oh yeah. So I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> it's crazy. I feel I feel like I'm cool, and this is just my brain. I'm probably so wrong. I feel like I'm cool enough to listen to. Yeah. I mean, a lot of parents aren't don't look like me. Yeah. You know, but I don't know, man. It's a wild fucking world. Anyway, we'll get into the case now. Speaking of getting in trouble, and yeah. this is some young age shit. This is a young motherfucker running wild before there was rap music, before rappers were running wild, because rappers are running wild. Yeah. Well, this is some rap shit, dude. So Frank Nash's nickname, Jelly. That's a cool nickname, Jelly. What's up, son? (laughs) Yo, to call me Jelly, dog. Uh, He was born February 6, 1887, Bird's Eye, Indiana. His father, John Pappy Nash, which if your dad's nickname is Pappy, dude, he's up to no good. He's doing some, he's, Pappy. He's doing some fucking distillery shit. Yeah. Pappy makes moonshine. For Definitely. sure. Definitely. So he was like getting hammered when he was young. Oh, yeah. Well, he started a lot of hotels in southern towns, including Paragold, Arkansas, Jonesboro, Arkansas, and Hobart, Oklahoma. Hell yeah. Close to us. This story is close to us. Yeah. Cool shit. Oh, yeah. I like a fucking law-breaking son of a bitch, man. Dude, he, this guy's wild. That's what I like about this. It's not like a gnarly murder story. I mean, it is kind of because there's a massacre involved, but this is just lawlessness. Yeah. It's pure as form. And it happens young, dog. That's the whole point. That's what I'm trying to get into. Nash's mother, Alta, was the second of John Pappy Nash's three wives. Nash had two sisters and two stepbrothers. He lived in Paragold, Arkansas, which is a tiny town. I think it was a bigger town in the 1800s. Like, I think it was some type of hub. Yeah. Because it still kind of is set up like an 1800s hub. But there's a lot of, like, rodeo shit out there. Like, a lot of gateway to the west type of horse riding shit out there. He lived there from 1893 to 1896. Then he moved with his father to Hobart, Oklahoma, which became his, like, kind of permanent hometown he worked in his father's hotels, and he was also in the Army, of course, from 1904 to 1907. He would later serve three prison sentences for various crimes, including robbery and murder, and got out. But it's old school. Yeah, yeah. 1800s, you could kill a motherfucker, do a few years, and come out. Hell yeah. Because you got to yeah. explain the circumstances. You can kind of do that now, man. Well. Man, I know, I know of like a case that happened in Little Rock, dude, because there's this lady I worked with her grandpa, or not grandpa, her dad. It was like an old military dude. He's all fucked up. He had a bunch of like pain medicine and shit. And these people broke in. They all killed him, tortured him, and killed him. And they fucking they're they only they're only gonna serve two years for it. What? Yep. Yep. Fucking crazy. 
But was it like the drug thing that kind of got him off where he's like, I'm an addict and I have to have this? Well, they like went in there and then just like, I guess the plane was just to rob him. <sighs> yeah. And he fought back. It, it went like, awry. Yeah. And wasn't then, planned. Wasn't yeah, premeditated. Yeah, I don't I don't think so. But it killed him and got on. Only got to do two years. Crazy. 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 You'll do more for fucking drugs, though. Usually. You'll do like at least five years. That's a system. White kid? No, black. Whoa. Yeah. All right. Breaking stereotypes. Yeah. Nash is thought to have participated in roughly 200 different bank robberies, and he was considered the mastermind of several groups of criminals. He planned various escapes from prison, both from within the prison and while he was free, because he knew he would go back to prison and which prison he would go to, so he mapped it out and already had a fucking plan in mind, which rocks. Yeah, that is pretty cool, man. Blueprinted it. Dedicated. He, a fucking career criminal, son. Knew what time it was. In spite of his criminal record, Nash was widely considered friendly, likable, and charming, which that's sociopath shit, doggy. Yeah. If you're, everyone likes a sociopath. Yeah. A lot of times, like people you know, this happens to me all the time. Where I'll meet somebody, I'm like, this guy is a fucking asshole. And yeah. he's everyone's favorite person. Yeah. It's, it'll, like, they'll always, it'll always come to light. It's happened so many times in my life where people are mad at me for not liking the town hero. And then something will happen. Mm-hmm. And everyone will be like, this guy's a piece of shit. I'm like, do you remember the time? <laughs> do you yeah. remember all the times? OKP was like, fuck this guy. And everyone hated me for it. I knew it. I smelled yeah. it. I can... I just get it. I get it in the air, man. I can taste it. I know what it, I don't know what it is, but I can taste it every oh, yeah. time. There's a bunch of motherfuckers like that in this town. Oh yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. Anywhere. Especially in comedy, dude. It that's oh, yeah. that's sociopath fucking headquarters. And to navigate those waters you run into a lot of pieces of shit. And people don't ever want to hear your opinions about it, but then they'll end up raping somebody or some shit down the line. And trust me, dude, you know me. I always got to come back around and be like, I hate to say I told you so, but look, dog, who was the one? Who was the one? Yep. Who hated this motherfucker from Jump Street? It happens. I'll never jump on a bandwagon. Like, if I like someone and they do some shit, I'll be the first person to be like, hey, man, he's not that bad. Like, something bad happened, but keep in mind, this guy's all right, dude. Yeah. (laughs) But I can taste it, dude. I'm like a fucking German shepherd, man. I get it. What's going on here? There's a problem. I smell it. Have you seen a show that's on Netflix called Sexy Beast? No. What they do is they put them in. Uh, I know about it. Masks. Yeah. And they make them go on a blind date. Basically, they don't know what they look like and shit. But they're all like hot as fuck. Of know? course they are. But I was told my wife I was like, this would be a good one. Like you get a bunch of women that are. It's all, hilarious, right? Yeah, sometimes. But really, like, but uh. What you do is you get a whole bunch of women that are the same build as your wife and then have voice disguisers on them. <laughs> and then you got to dress like a dog. And then <laughs> you smell their pussies? You just smell their pussies. <laughs> yeah. Find your wife, yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, I could do it. You know, think so? Beat. Oh, man. Easy. What she got going on? Man, she got good pussy smell. I love it. Smell that. like shower water or something? No, nah, dude, I don't know how to explain it. It drives me fucking crazy. Uh, you think you can pick it out of a lineup? Yeah, easy, man. Easy. Whoa. Like, there's no, yeah, I've been smelling them for years, dude. This one, this is the, this one gets me going, man. I can, oh, yeah, man. Yeah. Hilarious. Can, whenever the, you know, it's like whenever they're like are in, a, in a fucking lab and they're like, these are hormones. And then it like shows like some red water with bubbles in it. And they start rising when they're getting all wild and shit. Like dude, a lava lamp, that's, dude. That's what my shit does. It's like, oh, God. Hilarious. Yeah. 
That's a good premise, dude. You could do that easy, man. That would be yeah. And then you have to like talk to him, ask him questions. Yeah. So we're not talking about like right out of the shower. No, just any any occasion. I mean, you gotta know your wife. Do you think you could smell it right out of the shower? Yeah. You think if there was four girls right out of the shower, mm-hmm. you could you could sniff it out? Easy, man. Right out of the shower? Easy, dude. It just smells like shower. Yeah. They all use the same soap. Mm-mm. Yeah, they all use the same soap, but it's... They're not horny. They're not, they're they, not wet. They have different smells, though, man. Yeah. I've been with some girls that had some crazy smells. I like that. Yeah, but this one... <laughs> I don't want to know about your wife, Gets dude. me crazy. Chilla. Yeah, now that's cool. I'm glad that you, yeah. know, you have a particular yeah. blend that you're into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that'd be a task, dude. Like right out of the shower, like th- like four different women right out of the shower. Well, it's gonna cause conflict either way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, 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 sure. You know, it's gonna be. A- but I'm just, I, 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 I mean, with like with the same soap right out of the shower. Yeah. Now, if we're talking about like a like coming out of work or something, sure. Well, the smell of the pussy is the final test, dude. That's like- <laughs> that's the last one. Because well, if, if you're going through, like you would be, you would know who she is. Yeah, you get two chances to guess. You would and then, know, like the you final would know who one she like- is before smelling. If you're yeah. doing other stuff, like if you're asking questions and shit, you figure it out beforehand. Yeah. So that'd be kind of cheating. What do you mean? Well, because you would know who she is. Yeah, yeah, but it's gotta be like. What are the other challenges? That's it. That's the only challenge. You're right, man. Yeah, because yes. that's what I'm saying. That I would love to see that. Because I, I mean, I would. With the same soap out of the shower, you're gonna smell soap in the shower. Mm-hmm. You did you hear about the baby, the rapper? Yeah, he said some homophobic stuff at uh, Rolling Smoke that uh, Rolling Loud, the fucking rap. It's like a rap festival, and a, supposedly he was like, <laughs> "I'm gonna fuck it up because I didn't look too deep into it," but I guess he was like telling people to put the lights on their phone up for certain circumstances where he was like. If you a bitch out there and your pussy tastes like shower water, put your phone up, put your light up. And he was like, if you a man out there and your dick is clean, put your light up. If you are this out there and he was like, uh, he was like, if you got AIDS, keep your light down or whatever. And they thought that was like a homophobic thing. I think I could be wrong. Could be fucking this up. But then he went on to explain it. He was like, I don't, I love faggots. I don't care about faggot. If you're a faggot, you're a faggot. I don't care. It doesn't bother me. Faggots love my music. That's cool. Uh, they just, none of my fans have AIDS. I don't have one fan with AIDS. None of them have AIDS because they're not dirty. No, p- dirty people don't like the baby. Like, dude, you don't have. It, you know, he's coming to Arkansas. Let's go. I'm down. Let's go. <laughs> have you heard the song Ball If I Want To? No, I never. It's hard. I don't think I listened to any of it. Hard. But, dude, he, I get, you know, I guess he was just basically saying, and that's what pissed him off is that, you know, you only have AIDS if you're dirty, which that's kind of true. Yeah. I don't know, man. Everybody gets upset about everything. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. It's I like, mean, this is the world we live in. Yeah. But, you know, whenever that gets all done, Netflix, hear me out. Let's get that show going. <laughs> the Pussy Smells show? Yeah, Pussy Smells, yeah. dude. And when you start, you can start with, like, let's say 10 women. Okay. Okay, you eliminate them. You narrow it down. You You're like, this is definitely not. You got to go because I know it ain't you. you know? So as time goes on, the Pussy Smells going to come yeah. through better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, like, you know. you know. Like, I would say, you know, I'm not super experienced, but I would say that there's just, like, I feel like I could pick my wife's out for sure. Mm-hmm. But there is, like, there's not a lot of subtlety to pussy smells. There's, like, armpit ones. Mm-hmm. But that could happen to anybody, mm-hmm. just depending on what they're up to that day. Yeah. You know? 
And then there is like pussy problem ones. Like I've smelled a fishy one before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've smelled just like a real loud one before. I don't the fishy one. I didn't really care. It didn't bother me very much. But the one that just smelled like strong pussy was great. Yeah, like pussy has a certain mm-hmm. thing to it. Yeah, and a strong one's cool. Yeah. Uh, but then there's like there the shower water thing is true. <laughs> like even if there's the pussies that have a very water type of taste. Yeah. Like, no matter, like, even, like, after not showering. Yeah. It's like a water thing going on. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's cool. It's just that it's not a very loud pussy. Yeah. But I just know, man. Yeah, I'm sure you do. You know. Who's got a thick and creamy? You just eliminate. Who's got that? How you smell the cream, dude? Yeah, you know. Oh, my God. I think I'm going to drink all 12 White Claws. I don't like the watermelon one, so I've got more in there. So yeah. I'm going to drink everything but the watermelon and then drink the rest of them. Yeah. I feel like getting hammered. Pickle tearing. Sour cream sauce. That'll make me puke. There's a pussy that smells like that, I'm sure. I bet there. that was like, because that was such a fishy smell. Dude. That was insane. It smelled so bad. That was so gross. It hit my throat and came right back up. Oh, I, I didn't puke. It just wouldn't go down. Yeah, it was like swallowing a bad clit, man. <laughs> that was crazy. You could feel the skin of the fish. Yeah. But yeah, it got to like right here and then just whoosh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, it was rough. I couldn't get the smell off of me for so long. Anyway, go Jelly. On, go on to YouTube and check out the new Shaw Ones. Oh, yeah. Check out Shaw Ones, man. If you haven't watched that. If you don't watch our YouTube at all, Shaw Ones is the one you got to watch. Yeah. Oh. We're doing. We got 200 stab wounds and Devin from Sigabog. It's a lot shorter than ours have previously been because we were kind of in a rush, but it rocks. Yeah, it's a good time. Yo, back to the case. We're talking about Jelly. That is shortened from Jelly Bean. The nickname became his during his childhood, and that was due to his poison, well-groomed appearance, which doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Jelly Bean, like you're well-groomed. Where's the correlation You're here? slick. Slick, because they are shiny. Yeah. The Jelly Bean is shiny. You got a nice uh, color. Yeah. I guess I get it. Nash was first convicted in 1913 when him and his friend Nolly Humpy Wortman. Everyone's got a nickname back then. Humpy? Yeah, he's fucking skateboard. Or he's probably like you, dude. Yeah. You could get the nickname Humpy. I would love that, dude. That's your nickname. Humpy. You're, you got a hump. Yeah, no, fuck. You're Humpy. <laughs> no, it's more the hump, dude. Yeah, I'm Humpy. They stole nearly $1,000 from a store in Sapula, Oklahoma while escaping... Nash suggested that they hide the evidence. As Wartman went to bury the money, Nash shot him in the back. His friend. He shot Humpy in his hump. Nash was arrested hours later and was sentenced to life in the Oklahoma State Penitentiary. On March 28, 1918, Noah's sentence was reduced to 10 years. He convinced the warden he wanted to join the Army and fight in World War I. He signed his military registration card on June 12, 1918, and was released on August 16, 1918, which rocks. That's what you should do. There's a war. Let prisoners go fight, man. Hell yeah. Why not? They're depraved. Let them go. Yeah, that's how you win them, dude. Send them. Nash saw action in Blue Wood, France before the end of the war. Of course he did. And he loved it, too. Guaranteed. He's fucking a sociopath. He wanted to blast people. He wanted to get out of prison and shoot motherfuckers. He already shot Humpy. Yeah. Let him shoot more. That why don't we do that still? I don't know. Let dude. him be out there. They got nothing to live for. That's the hardest. 
Yeah. Those are some of the hardest, man. For sure. Crazy. That's all they do is they just train to destroy, dude. They're in prison lifting weights and fucking fighting. Send them out. Send them out. That's cool, man. Shorten their sentence. Well, we are, we're we about to be like only drone war, dude. Uh, like drones yeah. and robots, which is crazy. Two years later, Nash was convicted of burglary using explosives, which I'm sure he learned in the army. Yeah. Also known as safe cracking. Oh, he blew his safe open. That's tight. That is pretty cool. Yeah, he did a heist. Yeah. A real heist. He was sentenced to 25 years in the Oklahoma State Penitentiary. He became a trustee. His sentence was reduced to five out of 25 years. That's crazy. Mm. Sociopath. You know how to turn it on, brother. I don't want to blow up this vault, you see. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to fucking vault over here. I'm going to blow it open. All right. I got explosives over here. I'm going to pop it open. You can't open that bank. Yeah, two time and guns. <laughs> <laughs> On December 29, 1992, Nash was released. He joined the Al Spencer gang, which is a group of bank robbers. August 20th, 1923, the Spencer gang robbed the Katy Limited Postal Train at Okessa, Oklahoma. Robbing a train was very cool. Yeah. You just jumped on like, stake them the fuck up. Everything yeah. you got goes in the fucking bag. And if you make a move... I'm going to fucking smoke you. Man, there are some cool terms to like let people know. Like, this is a stick-up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so that rules, cool, dude. Man. Hands in the fucking ass. It's a <laughs> stick-up, see? And then you could always like tell them your name, too, because it's always so hard to catch your yeah, ass. Yeah, in the too. 20s, you could yeah. do whatever you wanted to. Tell them two-wide sand. <laughs> <laughs> it's jelly. Tell everyone jelly took everything you got. Show me your pussy. <laughs> you think they looked at him? Oh, Spread yeah. it. <laughs> that's, that's like the purpose of the game show that I was talking about, except like older. Okay. You know? They were stinky back then, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Three days on a train? Stinks. Yum, yum, yum. <laughs> I'd munch it, dude. I like a stinker. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. An angry beaver? Yeah, yeah. I smell panties, dude. You do that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do it all the time. Oh, it. Man, my wife went on like a three-day canoe trip, dude. I just... Oh, God. Do you a smell beat? What? Do you a smell beat? Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm up to. They robbed the train. Nash fled to Juarez, Mexico and married a bitch, dude. That's what you do. You settle in with a local, dude. Plus, you never see anything like that in America, dude. Like a tan skin, beautiful, big-breasted Latinx. Get you. Woo! Yeah. Horny. Yeah. You're just like, damn, they look like this? I'm getting married. Yeah. Rumps. Many sources claim Nash hoped to falsify the date on the marriage license to provide him an alibi for the time of the train robbery. The same sources also state that he was already married to a sweetheart from Hobart, Oklahoma. His military registration card indicates that he was single in 1918. Nash was enticed to cross the Mexico-United States border and arrested for burglary of the Katy Limited in early 1924, I guess that was the train. On March 1st, Nash and three members of the Spencer gang received 25 years sentences at the federal penitentiary of Fort Leavenworth, Kansas. That's a serious one. For mail robbery and assault on a mailman, which was probably the train. That's a big crime, dude. Yeah. That's a federal employee. You can't fuck them up. In 1930, Nash was appointed the deputy warden's chef and general handyman, a position that brought privileges. On October 19th, 1930, Jesus, he's the fucking personal chef of the warden, dude. 
probably was skilled. Yeah. What do you cook in the 1920s? Mm. Grits. Probably. Beef Wellington. <laughs> Sounds like some 1920s shit. That's a tough one, dude. That's yeah. hard to make. You got to cook mushrooms, do all the liquid out. Yeah. Fucking sear the beef. Yeah. Wrap the beef in mushrooms and puff pastry. Yeah. Cook it. That's Not burn the puff pastry, but cook the meat all the way through. Yeah. Woo! That's a good chef, man. That's a skill. Yeah. October 19th, 1930, Nash was sent outside the prison on an errand. Then he took the fuck off. Of course he did. Don't send him on an errand. He's probably going to buy mushrooms for the Beef Wellington and just said, <laughs> See ya. Bye bye, sucker. He went to Chicago, and that's when he fell in love with a barmaid named Francis Lukey and continued his criminal activities in all the major cities of the United States. Among the crimes during these years, Nash assisted in the escape of seven prisoners from Fort Leavenworth, which is cool because he was like, fuck these motherfuckers. You held me down. I'm coming back and getting the boys out. Yeah, that's cool, man. Going back and getting the boys crime out. like that is cool. You got to help the boys. Marrying barmaids. Yeah. You're a two-timing lady, man. <laughs> Dancing on the bar, pouring up shots. Yeah. Teasing, teasing them. Teasing them, dude. Making cash. Yeah. Nash visited Hot Springs, where we live at, where we're at right now with Frances Lukey and her daughter in the spring of 1932 and returned with them the following spring. Hot Springs was at that time known as a playground for members of the criminal underworld, which is totally true. Without telling her about his first two wives, Nash married Lukey on May 26, 1933, then adopted the last name of Moore. Which is not either of their last names, so yeah, okay, that's cool. Yeah, you don't have to take my name. I'm not going to take your name. We're going to get a new name. We got to beat the middle. Two FBI agents were very horny to find Nash. They received intel that they would likely be in Hot Springs in the summer of 1933, which was true. He had just married in Hot Springs and moved there a few days before that. Agents Frank Smith and Francis Joe Lackey ventured to Arkansas to find him. The two officials then drove Nash to Fort Smith and boarded a train to Kansas City, Missouri at 8.30 that night. With the Missouri Pacific train's estimated time of arrival in Kansas City was 7.15 the next morning. A number of outlaw friends of Nash heard of his capture in Hot Springs, and they knew what time he was scheduled to arrive in Kansas City, so they made plans to free him. That's karma, dude. He got him out of prison. They're going to set him free. Yeah, but I feel like, man, like this time period is like, this is kind of the depression, man. Nobody's making money. Yeah. And you got to resort to some wild shit. You got to get your friend out, dude. Yeah, man. He's the mastermind. He knows how to do robberies. You got to set him free, doggy. Man, this would be the kind of shit I would love to do. Fucking A. Yeah. If I, I'm, dude, (laughs) if I could just go back in time, man, I would strong arm everybody. Hell yeah. If my, if I, do you know what we, I, if I went back in time and people saw me, they would spaz. Yeah. What yeah. the fuck is that? Yeah. <laughs> it's just only like steal shit from judges. I would crush it, dude. I wouldn't even care. Cause it's yeah. like, I think the biggest person back then was like 5'10 yeah, yeah. and like 120 pounds. I'm 6'4 and 320 pounds. Yeah. I'd be God. Yeah. I'd take everything from everybody. I'd find, uh, fuck, what's the guy's name that butt fucked everybody? The serial killer that fucked <laughs> oh, everyone's fucking, ass. Uh, 
damn it. I know you're talking about. Shit. I got a wet brain right now. I, I can't think of I it. I can't think of it either, man. You don't have a wet brain? I did. You don't right now? I do now. Forever. What's wrong with this dude? He's one of the coolest of all yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Come on, buddy. Help. Damn it. Damn it. Buddy. Damn it. Buddy. Thank you, dude. People are screaming at their thing right now. Oh, man. We love this guy. Yeah, I know. I'm going to find him real quick. I'm already doing it. Oh, okay. Fuck, man. This is going to drive me nuts. I'm Googling serial killer that raped dudes a bunch. Panzram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carl Panzram. What's wrong with my brain? White Claws, dude. Panzram. You know how good I am when I'm sober over here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what happens, dude. I've had one, I had two, and this is my fifth one. Yeah. I'm too cooked to think of Panzram. Yeah. I'd find him. I'd kick his ass on principle. Yeah. And then I'd join up with him. Would you rape dudes? No, no, no. I'd okay. make him stop that. Yeah. Hey, listen, man. Cut it out. <laughs> but let's steal some more yachts. Yeah. Let's fuck president shit up more. He fucked the president up, dude. I know. That is tight. He stole from the president. I like that. He rules. Yeah. Anyway, no raping, but I'd link up. Yeah. Because he was a big dude and he was like six foot even, like 160 pounds. I'd be like, look, dude, have you ever seen something like this? (laughs) Sure. Take over, man. I would take the fuck over. They're going to set him free. That rules. Your gang's coming to get you out. You, they do that in movies all the time. I don't think it really happens all the time. Like, remember when Bane gets captured in Batman and they come mm-hmm. to set him free? Yeah. People don't really do that shit. No. They should. Mm-hmm. It really happened in the 1930s. The scheme was conceived and engineered by Richard Tallman Galatis, Herbert Farmer, and Doc Lewis. Everyone's a Doc back then, too. Lewis Statue. And Frank B. Malloy, Vernon Miller, all-around underworld badass and hitman, was designated to personally free Nash. And while he was at Malloy's Tavern in Kansas City, he made a number of phone calls for assistance with the scheme. According to the official FBI report, Charles Pretty Boy Floyd, the original Pretty Boy Floyd, this is a famous guy, and his sidekick Adam Ruschetti arrived in Kansas City to help with the mission. Upon arrival of the train in Kansas City, Agent Lackey met with two local agents as well as three armed officers and got the go-ahead to take Nash to the train for an escort through Union Station in Kansas City. The agents were cautious and had shotguns and pistols ready to go. They saw nothing suspicious looking. Upon reaching the transport car, the three cops split off as the four agents and Nash got into the vehicle. Four men rushed the car, all masked and armed with Thompson machine guns. They surrounded the vehicle and said, let him have it. Everyone in the car was turned into Swiss cheese, including Nash. They fucked up. Damn. They wasted everybody. When one of the shooters approached the car, he said, they're all dead. Let's get the fuck out of here. And they raced away to a dark colored Chevy. Most of the conspirators slash hit squad were found and prosecuted, including Vernon, who was beaten to death by police a few days after the hit. Shit. Crazy shit. That that's it. Crazy. Wild story. I told you it was short. Yeah. But that's a wild fucking life. Yeah. That's, I mean, man, you know what, dude? If my best friend swissed me up, dude, but, <laughs> but I already did all that shit about it. Well, boys, 
Yeah, because the mission was to get you out. Yeah. But they saw that they were like kind of overpowered and were like, this is what he would want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He'd rather go out like this, which is probably true. Yeah. Warrior's death, man. Yeah. That's the way I see it. Sure. <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it sounded like thunder. Yeah. It would have made my dog go under the bed, dude. Rolling thunder. <laughs> yeah, man. Fucking Frank Nash, dude. Yeah. Cool ass dude. R.I.P. Man. Hard ass life. Rest in peace. He went down by his friends, but he wanted to. Guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. That's who you want to get killed by. If you're oh, gonna... for sure. Well, that was a short but fun episode. Man, we love you guys. Thanks so much for tuning in to this stupid podcast. See you on the next one? Yeah. All right.